deep in the forest, beneath overgrown moss and ivy, hidden away, lies the living library. It's alive. Hello? Sorry, this library isn't open to the public. And especially not to someone eating a big bowl of leaves? Hmm, it must be salad. Well, luckily for me, you don't have a library card. Except for the one you're holding in your mud-covered hand. Well, I'm sorry to say it, but come on in. This kid is eating without a fork, just shoving handfuls of leaves, sorry, salad, into their sure-to-be-noisy mouth. That's if they ever stop eating. Are those leaves tasty? No! What a weirdo you are. <gasps> hey, leave that plant alone. That's my Himalayan farting bloom. I got it from the top of a very high mountain. It took me ages to climb back down with it. Ew. It can also talk. Unhand me, you ruffian. <laughs> Let me just take that away and put it on a very high shelf. Oh, you can still reach. Let me put it on a higher shelf. Now, where did you go? Ow! Oh my goodness, you're all caught up in the creeping vines of my Norwegian ivy. You do know it causes severe itchiness if you handle it without gloves. Apparently you don't. Unfortunately for you, the itching sensation lasts at least a week. Unless you rub it with dock leaves, which I have blooming here somewhere. Phew! Let me think where they could be. Ah, look, over there. If you've searched out this particular branch, you'll know we have novels of the nasty and nightmarish. Every icky incident in the history of this land, we have the book. Um, the leaves? Hmm? Oh, yes. Well, they're not in the petrifying parlor where we have comic books about drawing dreary donkeys. And they're not in the lamentable laundry room where we have instruction manuals on teaching termites to type. Um, hello? Hmm? Oh, yes, the dock leaves. I just remembered I have some in my pocket. Here. <sighs> Why are you so obsessed with plants? You've been galloping whatever ones fit in your mouth and fighting the rest. Ah, I get it now. You want to eat them before they eat you, right? <clears throat> I think you've heard too many folktales. Let me guess. You're from Dublin. I knew it. Follow me into the cobwebbed conservatory. I have just the book for you. Mind the spiders, won't you? Now, my horticultural horror, let me tell you all about the botanic gardens in Dublin. How pleasant, a picnic in the sun. I can enjoy my runny egg sandwiches and my melting wobbly jelly and drink my, oh God, what is that smell? The corpse flower, a huge carnivorous plant over 10 feet tall with deep red leaves. In order to attract insects which carry away its pollen so it can grow in other places, it gives off the smell of rotting flesh. It then heats up so that the insects think it's a dead animal and its smell gets... 
its smell gets stronger. Sorry, could you give me a minute? Oh, let's just go to the botanic gardens a bit quick. The year 1795 in Dublin, with the new craze of people going abroad and discovering unusual plants that could be used in food and medicine production, it was decided to open a botanic garden to grow unusual and helpful plants that Ireland had never seen before. I hereby declare the gardens open. Look at this beautiful specimen. Oh, that's nice. It's called a nettle. Ouch! Uh, thanks. Covering 19.5 hectares, the gardens are located between the River Tolka and Glasnevin Cemetery, a truly heavenly spot where one can relax, rest in peace, and enjoy all the wonders of nature. Rest in peace. And get away from all your troubles. Got another body here, father. Did I say it was beside the cemetery? Greenhouses were built to protect tropical plants from the Irish weather, allowing over 20,000 living plants to bloom and storing many millions more of dried plant life. Oh, how I love being a fly. Another strange plant that lives in the greenhouses in the gardens loves a certain type of winged visitor. I'm all tuckered out avoiding spiders. I'll just take a little rest on this super cool plant. The Venus flytrap. The what? Shh, I'm recording something. Sorry, sorry. A green plant with a yawning pink mouth that when flies go inside, it snaps shut, trapping them and eating them. Now, what were you saying? Oh, it's gone. Thankfully, there are quite a few plants the gardens don't house. Okay in there, Mike. Mm-hmm. It's always embarrassing needing to use the bathroom when you're camping. Maybe shut up about it. By the way, if you need to wipe your behind, seize those leaves there, beside the purple fruit. Ah, perfect. That's a gimpy gimpy plant. If touched, the leaves sting so bad you feel it for months. I've heard it's like acid or being electrocuted, so don't use them. Mike? Mike? But there are far more amazing plants whose good work outweighs all the bad ones. As well as keeping humans and animals fed, we have plants to thank for making oxygen, medicines, and much, much more, making the world into a beautiful place to live. So there we have it. While there are many weird and wacky plants in the world, the ones you'll come across are perfectly safe. Except for that man-eating petunia. I think you'd better go. Oh, and just in case you were going to tell some of your little friends to pay us a visit, remember, this library isn't for kids!